0: Morning, everyone. Thank you for stopping in. My name is Xavier Ramirez. I have a company, Social Sound System, that's basically just online geekery and branding for a number of touring musicians and also applications and kind of helping explore new routes and uh, opportunities for them. My name is Micah Puchel. I am a
1: singer and guitar player in a band called Iration.
0: And, um, yeah, basically, we're just going to have a little conversation on touring and how, you know, in our experience, what we're seeing working for touring bands and activating those fans along the way and, you know, what kind of new tools we're using to, you know, spark interest and spark engagement with our community. My first question is, Micah, are you going to trade me anyone for Aaron Rodgers for my fantasy team? (laughs)
1: that's a deep question (laughs)
0: and that's going to take more than 30 minutes to get through but Um, why don't you talk about um, Iration where you you guys came from and how this kind of started
1: Iration is a a group of friends we're all friends from Hawaii that uh, grew up together and went to high school together and um, we formed the band in Santa Barbara at the University of California Santa Barbara and uh, when we started there was virtually no—I mean, social media was just beginning—and uh, I still remember signing us, signing the band up myself personally for MySpace. <laughs> and um, for us, we started when we started on MySpace. It was actually a great platform for the band to get out there, and it actually helped us in the initial stages growing. And um, we've kind of got to the point now where we're able to have someone like. Xavier social sound system working for us full time and helping us find new ways to uh, engage our fans in
0: multiple different ways and, and multiple different platforms. And how has that changed since you know, the college days when it was just you have 20,000 kids living a few square miles and now? Yeah, now it's a much more national and international
1: focus as opposed to a local focus when, you first, when we first started I mean social media was putting flyers up on a telephone pole. <laughs> and now it's, you know, there's more ways to engage fans than I even have time in the day to, to get to.
0: What's, so, the, what's the hardest part about that, about it, engaging with those fans? I mean, is it, just, is it just overload? Is it just-
1: overload, and, and I think it's, it's trying to find um, unique ways of doing it on... In, a lot of platforms, you know, you can find yourself um, doing the same type of thing on multiple platforms as opposed to um, trying to find a, a, an original way and a unique way on each, each platform to engage. And I, I think the key now that is that there are so many platforms and so many ways to do it that it's, it helps and it, it makes it a lot easier.
0: That was one thing we were talking about earlier is that there are six members in the band plus a tour manager plus a merch guy. And they're all getting involved, and you know he I know he likes to use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, they go through their liking, they're favoriting their fans, they're talking back with them. but you know there are other avenues that, that, you're, that they're using, like for instance SoundCloud where you know or, or soundtracking, Steve Jang was just here, and when you have that large a following and like people think like Facebook is the end-all be-all sometimes, and you know if you can get you know we have like Forty thousand followers on soundtracking, eighty thousand followers on SoundCloud, that far outweighs, you know, the you know, like Twitter and Instagram, which is maybe like twenty thousand and you know, each respectively. So they find what works for them and you know, each band member is kind of like using what they feel comfortable with. One member, he's the guy who loves soundtracking, you know, Micah likes Instagram. They all have their own independent Instagram accounts as well, and they're constantly going through after each show and you know, liking, favoriting, stuff like that.
1: It's a it's a daily it's a daily job, for yeah. sure. And it's something that you have to be proactive about. And you have to for us because we, you know, we 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 approach it as business owners, and we approach our band as a small a life, business, a lifestyle, or a lifestyle. Yeah. and so that's a, a a huge part of it. Is 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 not only having fun with it, but realizing that it is something that you need to be active with on a daily basis and, and engaging constantly.
0: Now we kind of, you know what it is we're, you know, activating fans, your event marketing, and essentially there's a whole process leading up to that event and that day. Um, You know, on my side of things, I I also do social media with like bands like slightly stupid dumpster funk. So, and you know, these are nationally touring bands going to live nation amphitheaters and, You know, it's a process. We're we're getting tours ready three, four months in advance. I mean, we already have dates locked in. You know, six months in advance sometimes. And you know, we're doing like targeted email blasts dedicated to each city. We're doing you know Google AdWords set up for each and every market. We're doing um, retargeting campaigns like that. We've seen a lot of success with those. Uh, where, you know, it's just all it is is a little pixel you put at the foot of your website, and any visitor who's been there in the last 90 days, we could run ads up against them. So for, you know, festivals or tours, and we can specifically target each and every uh, group we're going to. We've seen a lot of success with YouTube. Video ads, just obviously people are going to be looking through there, and video is pretty much the cheapest content you can have, and it's so easy to create. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that the, for us, it's it's instead of just trying to push your music and trying to push your merch and trying to make it a, a business deal, it's more of trying to push your whole push a, a lifestyle and uh, push a lifestyle that's intertwined with the image of whatever band or you know musician that you're trying to uh, get out there. And I think in, in our case, it's you know we're all from Hawaii, so it's a we're pushing a, this li- a
0: lifestyle of You know, the guys all surf, outdoors. It's almost like the less you talk about your music and about who you are, the more you identify with those fans and engage with them, and they want to... They see that they're missing out on this lifestyle and they're missing out on this fun, you know? Um, And it's just like, we're not just sitting there trying to sell tickets and then that's it for the end of the day. Like, we're trying to continuously grow and build those fan bases. I mean, we've started from backyard parties to now all you know where we were just flying and now you know we're playing the Fillmore and the Wiltern and selling those out this past week and that's all been through digital marketing and i would say this past tour we probably spent almost like the least amount of money and it's all just through building that fire that viral buzz and showing those fans what's going on at those shows like not you talk about like how we like you were saying how you fans missing out on
1: yeah, I think that the key a key one key aspect of it is is we do a lot of uh targeted contests and interactive fan things fan contests where we ask them to post their tickets or we ask them we do a crowd album every night of the show the pictures amalgamation of all the pictures from the show. Yeah,
0: crowd album is uh we met, actually met them up here they pull in all your Instagram like from a single event all Instagram, Vine, Twitter pictures. And then they give us a nice photo set afterwards, and we share that out. And then people from the show the night before are like, wow, that was, the, that was awesome. I was there. People that weren't there are like, I told you. Like, like, you see them tagging their friends and, and on the Instagram comments or whatever. They're like, I told you we should have gone. you know. And that's what we're trying to sell is like, you guys missed out on a party, but we're going to come back next year because we're constantly touring anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's oh, – go ahead and –
1: well, yeah, I was just gonna say, um, you know, we 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 incorporated different you know methods of doing that from taking a band shot with the entire crowd on a nightly basis to um, going through on Instagram and Twitter through the the hashtag you know for the band and engaging a lot of the fans and and we f- we find that when we go through and we comment or like or favorite. There's always a, a really positive response, and you know, there's a lot of follow-up. Like, oh my god, you, you, you love see, like, you guys. You'll see like a screenshot,
0: and be like, wow, my life's complete. They retweeted me or they favored me, and that's kind of like, and then that's also showing how you guys are human too. To the to their friends, they're like, wow, this band actually is like caring and interacting with us. And we
1: actually get yeah, we actually get that comment quite a bit, which is, you guys are so down to earth. Thank you for. You know, liking my picture, and nobody else does that. And so we have taken it upon ourselves to be, you know, a band that really, really does interact on a on a face-to-face basis. We go out every night and, you know, meet and greet, say hello, take pictures, and we've found that's helped us as a band that started from. You know, we've done everything independently. We we own our music. We put it out on our own, and uh, we found that it's. You know, that's the best method for a band that is trying to, you know, secure a fan base, build a fan base, and hold on to the fan base for a long period of time, is giving them a face, giving them real interactions, giving them, um, getting them invested into the band.
0: What about some of the uh, fan engagement contests that we've ran before? Like, we were talking with Creative Allies earlier today. Like, I mean, that's one way we've started to pull in. and and activating those fans, you know, even in the beginning, we'll do, you know, we've done t-shirt design contests, we've done House of Blues, New Year's Eve poster design contests, and, um, you know, we've also started even sourcing fan content for our SoundCloud account, where we'll have a, we create a temporary phone number, and basically, they'll have a phone number, we'll post this, like, just a picture of it to our accounts, and that can connect to our SoundCloud account and we'll ask them, what's your, you know, what's your favorite song from the album? What is your, you know, what is your best tour story? What is your best Valentine's Day moment with our our music? And that's kind of helped. You know, you're giving those fans social recognition and so, like, just a social currency to say, like, hey, we just uploaded your dad's voicemail message saying how we found out about, you know, I got cancer and I started listening to your guys' music and it really helps. And, you know, that has really helped us, you know, show fans that we are caring, and, and you know, you, you push that out to eighty thousand people. That's eighty thousand people listening to, you know, your voicemail telling you how your music changed their their life. You know,
1: I think it's a positive experience both ways, is for for us as well as for for you know the fans that are having the interaction. Yeah, we like we, we try to in, involve them, you know, in in multiple different ways, and you know, from designing designing on one of our flyers or even, you know, asking for album titles and and album artwork. And or
0: what about the uh, uh they just had an album out automatic, you guys can come grab a copy if you like. Um, what about the lyric video we did for that?
1: Yeah, we did a lyric video where we asked fans to I think it was it was hashtag um, I can't remember what it was, it was. automatic, automatic yeah. or something like that. But we selected um and their favorite it was uh, their favor- uh, a moment that had to do with uh, uh, the band. That was one of their favorite memories. And uh, we took all the photos and put them together into a lyric video. And we put the lyrics on each picture. And uh, that was, I think that was really good. Yeah, I think really something like 200 stories.
0: pictures or something like that from fans. And then they sit there and they see, that's my photo. And you guys really do care. And...
1: And then we shot, we shot our actual, actual music video oh, yeah. for with GoPros. We took GoPros on the road with us for the tour and shot every night. Um, not just the shows, but behind, behind the scenes, sound check, lifestyle, day of stuff. And we put that into our video. So the fans in the actual music video. For the official one. It's all crowd shots and fan shots and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um yeah for sure do you have someone in your band who does uh, editing of the video you shoot, or you just do it fast like how do it on you their
1: own. how do you delegate the tasks We band members yeah everybody has, has a role um one our our keyboard player f- actually is the one that edits. We do tour update videos, which is another way that we keep it keep it fresh. And yeah, just like heavier. short,
0: one minute, three minute videos, just saying, "Hey, we're in." You know, they played Red Rocks, and you know, it's like it's awesome to see that. Yeah, we
1: did a video just specifically for that day of the show, playing at Red Rocks and
0: um, Del. Well, we and then we did. They played the Del Mar racetracks down in San Diego for ten thousand kids down there and it was they we had a crew come out and basically shoot a day in the life you know but some if, in some instances we'll we'll bring that if it makes sense if we have just friends to, to.
1: just to go further into what you're asking though yeah everybody has a role um everybody's in charge of gathering uh content content basically and then at the end of the day we kind of ask everybody oh in a you know in a tech stream or something like who's got the best photo today or whatever like Aloha Aloha Friday, we, do Aloha Friday we post a picture um, you know like a a Hawaii picture or a sunset picture or something that's you know fits the fits the image of our band and uh, we post that every Friday and we've, we find it has great success especially on uh, Instagram
0: in particular
1: can you talk a little
0: bit about how you uh, are engaging uh, collecting data while the show is happening I mean I, I like to you're walking around with pictures, you're mm-hmm. gathering the fans' photos, but what are you doing in the building while the show's happening uh, to either increase your database or or whatever? One
1: I know is for me is, is he knows more about the amalgamation of data, but hashtagging specific hashtags for a specific tour for us on in Twitter or Instagram is having a hashtag so that you can. You know, getting information back at the end of the at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, if you can say like for an album release or for a tour that specific hashtag generates, you know, two thousand, ten thousand pictures, then that's a good gauge of things. We track on our side of things. We always, you know, we've been really using smart URLs a lot um, to track all the different campaigns and showing, you know, we can get a gauge of which shows are selling out because you know we can see well this market had you know thousand clicks or whatever. Um, in venue, it's a little, it's a little different. We do, I mean, there's a lap there's an iPad at the merch booth where they can sign up for emails. Um, it's kind of hard to activate them as far as, you know, getting them to pull out an app or, you know, that's what a lot of, a lot of apps approach us and say, you know, we have this concept. We want, we want you to use this. But at the end of the day, it's like, we got to get them to download another app. And I think the panel before was talking about checking in and being at shows. and trying to get them to, you know, I think that's why Instagram's so easy because you can take a picture and it's done versus, you know, trying to get them to, you know, we we used to work with Foursquare artist brand pages and we were trying to do, like, specials for the check-ins and I, I, a few months ago, they literally just gutted the whole artist program. They're just like, what they weren't seeing the clicks there. We've talked with, um, uh, what is there's a company, Sonic Notify out of new york basically they they were more of like a passive check in where you can do subsonic frequencies like in in like during the d j set before um, before the band goes on, you could put a subsonic frequency in the audio track so and then once that triggers it, then the app would passively pull up whatever check in promo like i they were doing it with like Food Network or Doritos for the different stages and stuff like that it's it, it's hard. That's where, that's where a lot of times we've got to bring the partners in. For. So how do you partner with either the building, or the, the venue, or the promoter in, in all of your activities? Like, all that content that you're shooting, mm-hmm.
2: you, uh, did everybody yeah. hear that? Yeah, I think everybody heard that. Um, how do you partner with venues and
0: promoters with, with, with what your activities are, particularly the content that you're creating? Does that have a, a life or a home outside of what you guys are doing? Well,
1: for instance, um, we just did a, a show at the Wiltern uh, last week, and in part, I mean, just as far as partnering with partnering with them, we did a, a Twitter takeover the day before. We did an Uber thing where we partnered with Uber.
0: It was Uber and soundtrack.ing We did uh, the Fillmore and um, the Wiltern. where basically we got fans to share a soundtrack. Of what iration means to them, and then they, um, you know, hashtag you know iration automatic and hashtag la or sf, and all the venues help promote that. And we gave away a pair of tickets, four pairs of tickets, and four hundred fifty dollars credits for you know basically our fans. And then they get to drive in style and get free tickets and take their friends. Um, It is hard though because the venues and the promoters are still catching up with the online side of things. Not every
1: venue. even has a Twitter account or any account for that matter. So it's it's a case-by-case. Case. And for sure, for us, it's targeting probably the bigger cities and the, the, the more major, major yeah, markets. Yeah, you,
0: you go for the bigger venues and the bigger markets. And a lot of times that's when you have to bring in, like, a Soundtracking or Uber or, you know, we've worked, we worked with Switchcam when they were doing, uh, before they pivoted, and we were doing, you know, f- sourcing fan content where basically everyone at the concert was... We asked them prior to, hey, record videos. And then um, their algorithm or whatever, like, synced up all the fan videos from all the different angles. And that was one way. We did those for like three or four shows last year, all House of Blues size venues. Because that was one way to circumvent, you know, like, our origination fees and getting a camera crew in there. And we're like, okay, well, we'll just bring our, let our fans be our, you know, thing. And then you had, you had like, hundreds of different angles and videos for an entire concert. And then we, all we did was overlay the, the board feed, and it just synced everything up. And the fans were like, whoa, that was me, or that, that was my video.
1: The only problem is now you have guys in the uh,
0: switch cam, but
1: they're, I, I think they aren't doing it anymore. Um, now the only problem is you have guys with GoPro cameras with those huge arms, like standing in the middle of the crowd, just like pulling them right in your face.
0: But that was me. Like that's how one way I initially got into this. I was I, have, I was literally that guy who like stood at the concerts, and then I uploaded, I have like a thousand something videos on YouTube from concerts I'd go to, and I would literally finally got to the point where my fiance's like, I don't want to go to shows with you anymore because you're just going to stay on there the whole time, you know. But that's how, you know, and then fans, that's one way you can activate your fans there, and it's like we would find when we're coming back to a city, you go back and find the last time you guys played there, and you find some really Good fan video or a you know a decent sounding one, and you share that and say, I'm looking forward to this again I and mean, that 's one social recognition again, just saying like hey we 're paying attention to what you guys are doing online. We know that you guys are creating content, we know that you guys are there
1: i think- re- yeah a huge part of it is recognizing the fans and and giving them motivation to put the put the you know at iration or hashtag iration mm-hmm. give them a reason to do it because if you know we retweet' them or you know, we favorite them, or you know, that, you know, if if my favorite band did that to me, I'd be stoked. I got, you know, I, I tweeted at Grant Ashatts, who's a you know famous chef, the other day, and he retweeted t- t- back me, and I got all giddy. Or what about so. um,
0: <laughs> that thing you do?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jonathan Sheck from that movie, that thing you do, which is a great movie about a band that kind of one-hit wonder. I we t- I tweeted like. Um,
0: they were I mean, on like a marathon, like they right. watched like every day that. We were watching week. it a
1: bunch of times and I was like, we watch it every night. And the guy who plays the lead singer of the band like, tweeted back at me and was like, wow, that's great. You know? And we, just had, <laughs> we started a conversation. I was like, all the guys got real jeal- really jealous of me. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: another, another, we're talking to uh, Brendan Mulligan. He started Artist Data. And he's got a new company called Cluster, and we're kind of been toying around with the idea of basically you can create a shared photo album, you know, for around an event, and it's smart enough so it knows categorizes everything in your phone based on date, time, location. So I could be, we could be at the same show, and like if you think about it, how many pictures I may take 50 pictures at a show, but I only upload one or two to Instagram or Twitter or what have you. And, you know, that's another way we're talking about sourcing extra content. You know, because sometimes we'll find amazing pictures from our fans and we'll just use that and be like, hey, thank you so much from thank you so much, Santa Barbara. Like, that was great. Here's a picture the rest of the photo albums, you know, or submit your photo content here. And then you're sourcing, you know, because everyone has an iPhone or Android and they just have tons of stuff, you know, that we can use. And, And then it seems like you're not talking about yourself all day. You're letting your your fans do it for you. you Are there any other questions? Yeah, any questions? Um, I'm going to go with Anthony here and then the gentleman behind you.
2: So when you guys were talking about the tools you use and the different methods of promoting each show, I noticed you guys didn't mention Facebook ads. Is that intentional or do you think they suck?
0: We do Facebook ads. We use a company CitizenNet, but we pretty much do... Just sponsored stories or uh, promoted posts, like that's all we're seeing as traction. Face- I, st-
1: I would still say Facebook is very, is a very useful, is, is very useful for us. Um, yeah, I mean, we still have over one hundred, yeah, one hundred forty thousand one hundred forty thousand on Facebook. And but the thing is, I've, what I've noticed is that it's kind of stopped, stopped moving a lot. Yeah, like, it moves a little bit, but it, the other, everything else is. The ads moving. are, yeah, also. our the ads, ads are, and are
0: sounds. Your just shows just everything just off the charts like for soundcloud you know we're we're trying to find other avenues to engage with fans that are Just such, like the the fans that are on facebook are just casual fans we're trying to find those other networks and communities that can really
2: but you mentioned google ads which actually really surprised me because i don't even look at google ads anymore mm-hmm. but do, clearly you guys know what you're doing yeah so we you do must see you know something.
0: city by city we'll do google you know we'll do search ads and one campaign we'll do display ads, another campaign, and just targeted to like 100, 150 mile radius around there. Yep. And, you know, we'll talk with the manager, get a budget, say like, okay, day, day by day. And we'll, every week, we're checking those to see, and you know, just at least a gauge. It's just brand awareness. Just to let you know, like, how well is your show make, maybe going to do? Are we scared of this one? Right, we're not right yeah. Or, you know.
2: Seeing how many tickets are sold in advance mm-hmm. and
0: all that. And comparing.
2: My last question is, is what do you think, or do you know what the next most important tool is for you? Um, do you I'm think gonna there say is cloud. for, for tour marketing though?
0: I, I even think for tour marketing too. I mean, like you have such a, a huge fan base there. Yeah. It's becoming the YouTube of audio. And I mean, they have 80,000 followers on there and it's like, you can, you can pick up your phone and talk to them. They can do a tour update. They can okay. post a live song and like get people, you know, if people hear how rowdy that show was last night, I'm going to want to go to the next show, you know?
2: sure so that'd be more like after the fact not necessarily in advance well even before you, like you can I mean yeah. what
0: we've done is I've just where
1: we've done things where I just pick up pick up the sound sound cloud rec- hit record and just yeah. talk and go hey what's up guys like last you know, time we're we were in, in yeah. you know such and such they city. like that
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you see the you see the plays, and you see like you know the comments are like, oh, can't wait. You know, you guys cool. were great. In I mean, we've other cities. We've seen that. other you know other artists are doing the same thing. Yeah, at, at like city. Twin Shadow was doing one where he was going around to the different places where this, his fans recommended to go talk and basically say, hey, I'm here at Joe's Diner. Thanks for telling me. You know, Johnny Schmo or I don't know. Johnny Schmo is not a nice name, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then it's just we've seen we've seen it scale ever since January. So we've, it's Definitely helped us.
2: Cool. And one last question. Um, do you have, like, a formula of how many posts and tweets you do before a show? Because I know some bands only do, like, one or two. Some don't do any, which is ridiculous. We do, some we do g- too much.
1: We generally try to keep it, keep it uh, quality over quantity. And, yeah. And uh, I, don't know, I see a lot of artists that just do a ton. Yeah. You know, they do them all at one time, and we just don't. We do maybe one a day.
0: They'll yell at me if I step on their social media toes. I'm like, dude, yeah. I just post... Yeah. Something like 10 yeah. minutes ago. So.
2: <laughs> how, how far in advance do you start like for each show? Well, we start
1: before months in advance when the tour is booked and, the t- and we first announce. That's When the announce happens, That's we're already on it. We're already trying to build that awareness, try to build uh, you know, the excitement level, I guess.
0: Can we do one last question? Okay. Ge- with a gentleman right there.
1: I was just going to ask you, last time I was uh, up here, a lot of managers were talking about monetizing fans. How do you think that relates to activating? Do you really see a correlation between the two of those things? I mean, how do you really see the translation into monetization?
0: We've been seeing more like the fan experiences. Like, um, you know, I think that's what a lot of artists have the or, you know, brands can wrap their heads around is that your time is, like, whatever you value it, and it's like, if you can go do a meet-and-greet with the fans, like, that's what we've been doing, like, VIP ticketing and VIP uh, meet-and-greet bundles before shows, and that's where you yeah. activate those fans. Yeah, we
1: give them, like, a behind-the-scenes thing where, we, you know, they come and watch the sound check, hang out, meet the band.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just your extra time that you'd already be doing it anyways. May as well bring some fans in there.
1: Merch-wise, we break it down on a nightly basis. I mean, we get the merch total at the end of the night. I mean, as far as a band's perspective,
0: that's where their bread and butter is: touring and merch. I mean, we do a per person, per
1: person breakdown on the merch sales. And
0: we've been working with um, at venue. They're out of I think uh, Los Angeles and San Diego to break down, get full reports for every single show and every single venue. Kind of, you know, what per head is making and stuff like that. We've a lot of good data in there. But um, yeah, I think we'll uh, pass, the, pass the mic, so to speak. <laughs> no, thank you. And then if you have, uh, you got you. some CDs here, and then uh, you'd like to win one of these Boombotic speakers.